Hey there, got a good one for you today. But first, in the last episode, I talked about a new limited series I'll be uploading, and this is the first in that series. Right now I can see about five, but it might stretch to six. What is this series all about? One of my favorite topics to talk about and help clients with is their productivity. Not just productivity for the sake of getting one's work done, but more about the combination of women and productivity. How women bring themselves to their work, how they show up in these spaces, and how they sustain their energy. Alrighty, let's do this, y'all. Hey there, welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, biz soul nudger and mindset coach for highly driven, soul-conscious women age 40 and over, just starting or transitioning in their business. I support them as they work to get out of their own damn way to find out exactly what's causing the stuck so they can move through it to build their business, their wealth, and their lives in a more authentic, true-to-who-they-are way. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into what it takes, the mindset, the energy, the capacity, and yes, the confidence to grow a successful and thriving business your way. My wish is that you will be inspired and motivated, but also that you're armed, informed, and enlightened by the words shared here to help you come back to yourself. This is Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. Let's do this, shall we? So when I talk about women and productivity, the energy of our work, I usually refer to this as our flow. By the way, when I write that word flow, it's always in capital letters. I believe there's a difference between female and male productivity. There was no productivity model demonstrated to women who chose to go into business way back when. So we just adopted the masculine way of operating, which is push, hustle, grind, repeat. And we have ample evidence that this way of working doesn't fully utilize our force, our power, our brilliant minds, and our way of being female to its best advantage. I have clients who've come to me who are trying to grow their business, but this masculine way of productivity is all they know how to do. And then they wonder why it's not working for them. As more and more women are choosing to start a business, especially those of us in our second stage of life, 40s, 50s, and 60s, we can see that it definitely affects how we operate, sometimes in a very negative way. Now, I know I'm being brave and bold in calling this out, especially that push, grind, hustle bit, but please do not come for me because I am in no way saying that one way of being productive is better than the other. Nope, not at all. But what I am saying is that It was never really taken into consideration who we are as women, what we're about, and what we need to show up in these once-upon-a-time masculine-dominated spaces in both careers and in business. 
So no wonder we can get so frustrated and at the same time have no clue what could be at issue, especially when we approach our productivity from a masculine-centric way. It's one of the reasons I got into coaching. I wanted to help women discover who they are beyond the hype, beyond the doubt, beyond the crap that they've been told to tote as their truth, so they can show up as themselves and have that be enough. So for this series, I want to do a deeper dive into the topic of productivity. Among the varied subjects I'll be speaking about, within the larger topic, of course, are habits and systems, feminine flow, and I'm not talking about menstruation, but know that I will be briefly touching on it. And then um, another one is energy. This brings me full circle to today's episode, energy and the leaks that can occur. Yes, energy leaks. It's a given. The more we push ourselves and continue to work beyond our own capacity, the more likely it is that at a certain point during our cycle of work, our energy will eventually leak to depletion. This next quote aptly describes this phenomenon. When the world shifts around you, like the constant movement of hourglass sand, your energy can shift just as quickly. I wrote those words down a while ago, but unfortunately did not include the attribute. So if you know whose words these are, please let me know. So sand in an hourglass moves and shifts constantly. So does our energy on any given day. You could be fine one minute sitting at your desk, humming along with your work, and news you've just received from a loved one, or a sick kid suddenly needs picking up from school, or the frustrating inability to complete a task that is already taking up too much of your time can completely zap your remaining stores of energy. For instance, you might think that because certain things are not consciously present in your mind as you work, that they cannot take a toll on your energy. Nah, that newsletter you've been meaning to write but instead have been putting off for the last month, the ongoing issue with your partner that's still a touchy subject for both of you, they're still running in the background of your mind as you work. And I bet you cannot say that this type of energy leak has not been something you've experienced. Go on, tell me. Just because whatever you're still chewing on is not front and center as you work doesn't mean it cannot access your mental energy. This is a part of what drains you. What's also true is that whatever is affecting you that has you not able to fully concentrate on what you're working on means that most likely you'll reach a frustrated state more quickly. And that's when full energy depletion rides right on in and whips away your last bits of motivation and fortitude. This scenario playing out repeatedly means overwhelm and burnout are not far behind. At this point, you might be asking, so Grace, what are these energy leaks you're talking about? The four types I identify for the purpose of this series and the ones to be more aware of as you work are your mental energy, your physical energy, your emotional energy, and your spiritual or soul energy. 
Physical energy, of course, is the one that most people are aware of and mostly when it's too late to implement re-energizing measures. The thing is, for this one, realizing you're tired is one thing. But when you're constantly asking yourself why you're always feeling so exhausted, it's time to do some detective work to find out where the energy leak is coming from. What does energy drain in business look like? Here's a couple of examples. Rereading words over and over again without comprehension. Feeling sleepy or energyless as you sit at your desk. Getting easily distracted. Being unable to sit still or focus for long periods. ADHD and other conditions aside. You're totally unmotivated and not wanting to work. Wanting to veg out in front of a screen. Raising my hand at that one. It can also show up in your personal life. For instance, being easily annoyed, snapping unreasonably at a loved one, or feeling emotionally exhausted. These and a whole slew of other signs that you're in energy leak mode are ways it can manifest in your life. I want you to think for a minute about what drains you and see if any of the following rings a bell for you. Disorganization and clutter, that's mental and physical spaces. Trying to be in control instead of surrendering or letting go. Stressful situations in life or in business that you encounter. Being hard on yourself mentally and or physically. Not getting or not allowing for enough rest. And this last one, not being in flow. Could it be that maybe you hadn't even considered that one of the ones I just listed could unknowingly be the cause of your drained energy as well? I know for me that that first one, I am definitely aware of it. It messes with my brain and my focus is distracted when one of my spaces is disorganized or cluttered. My kids know me for the one-touch rule, and I'm not sure they truly understood why I had to implement it in our household. By the way, one-touch rule is putting something in its place the first time instead of just placing it somewhere, like the counter I just cleaned and uncluttered. But the cool thing is that when we plug our leaks, our energy leaks, we stop our own innate power from leaking as well. The power that helps us ride the wave of frustration or the power to see opportunities for our work that we would ordinarily miss if we weren't in a drained energy mode. So how can you squash your energy leaks so that you're working at your productive best the way you're meant to be working, it begins by recognizing, becoming more aware of one, what drains your energy, and two, which parts of the day are you most creative and energy filled? I want to leave you with a few questions for at least the first one, what drains your energy. Take a few minutes to ask yourself to ponder and then record what it is that creates a downward shift in your energy. 
I've separated them into three categories right now as they address different ways your energy can wane. I've also created a PDF that I'll link in the show notes so you can more easily refer to these questions. Know that this is just a download. You will not be added to my regular newsletter list unless that's something you're down for, and I'm all for that. Okay, here are the questions for number one. Minimizing internal energy leaks. How can you find more ease? What internal shifts can you make to bring in more ease? What internal shifts can you make to minimize the energy leaks? How do you want to feel inside this space? What are the things that fulfill you? And lastly, what do you need more of to sustain your energy? This second category is minimizing external energy leaks. These are the questions you need to ask yourself. Who in your life provides a space for your growth right now? How can you maximize their impact on you? Who drains your energy? How can you minimize their impact? And what actions can you take to create boundaries for both of these sets of people in your life? Creating space for what you want minimizes the space used for what you want less of. Okay, the category, the third category is minimizing work and life leaks. So what business systems can you put in place to help you stay in flow? Um, I'll be sharing some ideas about this later in the series. What feels undone or incomplete in your work, in your life, your mental space? I recommend writing this list in particular down so that you not only release it, but remember what still needs doing when you're ready to finish this work. One of my favorite wise women to listen to is Christine Kane. She said this, part of creating an authentic, powerful, serene, present moment life has to do with your energy and your focus. You want your energy and focus to be in the present moment. This is where you create, where you visualize, where you shift your thoughts, and it's where you find gratitude. If you're continually losing your focus and getting scattered, your energy might be shooting outwards to other places and thoughts and things." End quote. Listen, it's good to not only recognize your energy leaks, but to take care of your energy as well. Learn to recognize when the shift in your energy happens. As you work in your business, look for ways you can be productive in a way that takes advantage of how you, the woman, the business owner operates. That's where you need to point your attention. Before we say goodbye for this episode, I want to say a few words about verbal energy, AKA, power leaks. The question to ask here is, what words or phrases are you regularly using that maybe, unknowingly again, immediately starts the draining of your energy? There are a myriad of ways these erroneous thoughts can show up. Most are words that are automatically spoken when things go awry or frustrate you, 
automatic self-demeaning phrases like, you're so stupid, or you know you can't do that, right? Or even always countering with a but before allowing possibility to find its way in. Two words I used all the time with my audience that did not exactly convey confidence, but I also realized later zapped little pieces of my energy when rereading them back were, I hope. For instance, I would write, I hope this meets with your approval. My first business coach started pointing this and other leaks I'd use out to me in the copy I sent her for a review. Another clear example of how this energy power leak was showing up was in my response back to her about why I had chosen to use those words. I wrote, I wish I could change it, the words, but I don't want to create more work for her this late in the project. Seems like I was more than okay with my energy being drained, though. Over time, I began to see what was happening. A slow leak was going on. Like when you stick a pin in a balloon, only I was the balloon that was leaking. What I needed to do in that instance was to step into ownership of my knowledge and expertise and convey that information through my words. I would not have known this about myself, these energy and power leaks I was prone to do, if this coach hadn't pointed it out to me. And that's why this particular episode about recognizing and squashing your energy leaks and this series about productivity for that matter is important for me to share so that I can pay this work forward. Don't forget to check out the show notes to download your copy of the questions to ask yourself so you can help minimize your energy leaks. Next week, in the second episode of the Productivity Series, I'll share with you an energy audit worksheet I created that will help you identify your optimal energy states. I look forward to getting that one into your hands. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.